As the person tasked with the awesome responsibility of generating new business for your agency, we thought you might like a little help. Welcome to the Agency Hero Podcast, hosted by List Partners and Catapult New Business. We're here to make sure new business professionals like you get the best practices and strategies you need to be more efficient and effective in all your business development efforts. Most importantly, we want to make sure you're out there winning new clients, generating agency-changing revenue, and becoming the hero of all your colleagues. Now, let's jump into the episode. Hey everyone, Matt Chalet from Catapult New Business here again to talk today about why your new business sales emails really kind of suck. Harsh truth, I see hundreds of different agencies, cold approaches every month, and the gross majority are awful, just plain awful. So why do we have all these awful emails? Well, there's a host of reasons that I'm going to dive into here in more detail for why, you know, they're so sucky. But mostly, I think they're just awful because they're not getting the desired results that we're looking for. I mean, I'm assuming everyone's writing these emails because you want to start a revenue conversation with a brand decision maker, right? So if you aren't getting that result, then your email isn't very good. Simple stuff, right? So let's go over some of those reasons why you're not getting the results you want. Number one, we need to know why we are even writing these emails in the first place. You know, I mean, what is it that each email over your series of emails are trying to accomplish? Without a clear picture of the exact we want, uh, result that we want from every single email, how do we even go about designing it or writing it? You know, I mean, is this email looking for a direct response? Is it looking for a click, name recognition, a video view, or a form download? Knowing exactly what the goal is for each email that we have in a series and being able to clearly articulate and point our prospects to that goal is absolutely key. You know, too often I see emails written that honestly appear to be just kind of haphazard marketing speak where we're basically shaking a tin cup on the street corner begging for a meeting. Those emails clearly don't have a specific goal that they're aiming at and they're just out there hoping. The second reason your email sucks, it's all about you. I mean, you don't suck, but an email only about you does, in fact, suck. I hate to tell you, but no one cares about you, your agency, or how many awards you've won yet. They will care in the future, hopefully, just not up front. You become much more interesting to your prospects when your prospects believe that you understand them and you understand their problems. You know, the truth is most of us are pretty inherently concerned with ourselves only. Not necessarily in a bad way, but we are just selfish. So some person emailing me randomly on a Tuesday and that email is all about them and their company isn't going to get me excited to read or reply. Now, if they're emailing me about me and a problem that is super specific to what I'm going through at the moment, well, you know, now you've got my attention. The third piece here, uh, I'd say your email, cool. You know, you finally got it about a prospect, but it's not about that prospect's specific problems. So when I'm reading some of these emails, they're like, hey, Jim, you're in New York. I'm in New York or I'll be in New York next week. We should talk. And I just can't help but sit here and think to myself, what? Why? Do I know you? You know, great. I'm happy you're kind of making it about them and at least tailoring it maybe regionally. But as a prospect, If I inherently care mostly only about myself, then as new biz people, let's lead our conversations with those problems and issues that are keeping our prospects up at night. You know, in my sessions, I call them triggers. 
I want to be leading the majority of my com communications with these types of triggers because I want a prospect to be able to immediately identify themselves with my content. Let's talk to them about struggles you know, that many retailers like them are facing. Then let's talk about how we fix it. Keeping our language around their struggles keeps the topic on them rather than on our agency and it allows them to identify with the success you know, that we've produced in the past. The next problem I see with emails, we spend valuable space and time talking about our internal processes that really don't matter to a client. They don't care how the sausage is made in an initial email. They just want to know that you understand their problem, have a solution, and can prove that you've solved it in the past with fantastic results. So tell them you have a solution. Just don't describe the solution in painstaking detail. Let's, uh, let's give them a hook. You know, a, a reason to come back, to inquire, to want to talk. Don't make them scroll twice below the fold as you drone on, you know, about your proprietary and specific process that helps you better understand their target audience. Oh, cool. You've got a research process. Other people have that too, other agencies too. They expect you to have one. So get on the, with the good stuff, the results. And so this other issue, this next issue that I see is, is tied directly to that, the results. We don't ever prove, or rarely do it well, that we know what we're talking about. We don't include what I call a proof point, which can be anything from a work example via your website, a case study, a blog post, or even just like a specific number result. That specific number result is really key too. Stop saying things like, and we were successful because they saw a bunch of growth. Um, hopefully you're more elegant than that in your language, but the point is, you know, these things that are ambiguous don't feel real. We need to put a real number on it. They grew by a million bucks. Uh, my client had a 25% increase year over year. Give them something that's exciting and interesting to see from a num number standpoint so that way it does feel real and they can start, again, identifying themselves with those results. Number six, I see this a bunch. Um, don't just randomly attach some long-winded deck. Seriously, they aren't scrolling through your 10-page pitch deck on why your agency is so bomb. In fact, that attachment is probably giving them a reason to not actually interact with you if they did somehow find your email interesting enough that they click through the attachment. Because they get the opportunity to get whatever they need information they need from that, which probably isn't A, all that interesting, um, or B, doesn't uh, perfectly talk to them about their exact problem, so they won't feel the need to reply directly. Stop the random attachments. Be thoughtful about what you're linking to. A general deck is generally awful. Number seven, I, th this is real important to me. I see terrible emails that have way too many call to actions all the time. So this goes back to the idea of, you know, know what you're trying to achieve with this particular email within the series. If you're including four different clickable links and a direct request for a meeting or call, how do they know where to go? You know, I mean, this is why we create a series of emails so that each one can utilize these different CTAs in different creative ways and with different messaging. And each individual email is, is then one big flashing sign to either the clickable link or the invitation for a phone call. I want to give them one track to roll down and push them in that direction. So we're all agency folks. We like creative approaches. 
Um, but your email is terrible for new business a lot of times because you spent months over-designing it. This is number eight. It's something that I see all the time where, seriously, it goes back to, you know, kind of like setting the goal for that email. But if you're looking for a direct reply on a meeting invite, don't go create an HTML image uh, or, or HTML email that's, that's loaded with images and spend two months designing and refining it. You know, too often we spend so much time trying to create something that shows off all of our visual and design and creative chops. Let me tell you an interesting fact. Uh, nobody has ever picked a design agency because of how beautiful the intro prospecting email was. If it happened, that CMO that bought them, they're probably not a CMO anymore. You know, the goal of these emails, again, are to start a conversation, not to sell them on your design capabilities. So cool it with the overly complex design and create something simple that cuts to the core of what you want, that meeting or that click. Doesn't mean that you can't have a design email. Doesn't mean that you have to be text only, even though I think there's some benefits to that, especially when you talk about deliverability. But just don't kill yourself um, and kill the email itself by being overly complex. Another issue I see, your series of emails, well, it isn't really a series at all. Actually, it's just one crappy email and then you give up. We've seen that it typically takes uh, 8 to 11 touch points, which may include email, social touch points, phone, to convert a lead from completely cold approach to prospect with a conversation. My guess, most new biz folks don't have an eight email series set up. So I hear all the time, you know, we tried email marketing, but it didn't work. My question back, how long did you try it? If it was one email or two, and it was one of the awful ones that I'm talking about earlier, of course it didn't work. Don't misunderstand this as encouragement to send one email every day to a prospect for the next year. I am telling you, though, that you need to intelligently create a series of maybe five to six different emails with different CTAs focused on specific problems and triggers that maybe cover a couple months. And at that point, if you've tried hitting on these different triggers, uh, you've done your due diligence, you haven't gotten a reply, well, that's when we need to say, all right, let's look at other methods maybe for this specific prospect that we want to reach out to them. Or we just may need to reevaluate what we consider a trigger and a problem that would be interesting for them because for some reason we're not connecting. Lastly, and number 10, I hear this from a lot of people just getting started. They say, I would never send that asking for a meeting. It's way too aggressive. My reply would be, well, out of what you have been sitting, sending, how many meetings have you scheduled? None? Weird. So you never asked for a meeting and you never got one. Well, intuitively in my brain, it tells me that you should then ask for a meeting and maybe you will get one. Too often, you know, our non-sales backgrounds kick in and we don't want to be seen as salesy. I agree. I don't want you to sound like a used car salesperson either, but I do want you to go out there and be aggressive in approaching people. Ask for a meeting. Ask for that click or that download. Every single email you send doesn't have to necessarily ask for a meeting but I don't want you to be so deferential that you sabotage your own efforts. So there's 10 reasons for why your emails may suck. Who knows, maybe you're one of the few new business folks that are out there crushing it, you're writing awesome copy, and you're getting the types of results and feedback that you want. 
If you're one of the folks that are struggling, the good news is that your emails don't have to suck. You know, these are all easy fixes that just take a little time and a little thought up front. Email can be so incredibly valuable um, to your overall new business process. You just need to step back, take a critical eye and say to yourself, would I respond to this? If you wouldn't, Maybe it's because you're making one of those 10 mistakes I mentioned. That's it for today. I look forward to reading all of your kick-ass emails here in the future, and good luck. That's all for today's episode of Agency Hero. Thanks so much for tuning in. Be sure to check us out at catapultnewbusiness.com where you'll find other episodes, webinars, and blog posts, all designed to help new business people win more business. Thanks.